How you feel about Logan Paul being at WrestleMania? Talk to me. I give him a shout out. Actually, I, he did okay. He, him and his brother, I can't even shit on them because they actually know what they're doing. Didn't he have a Pokemon card or something like that on his chest? Yeah, he came out with like this iced out jewelry that had a Pokemon card in it. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> like um, it's really crazy to, I, it's hard to hate and shit on him and his brother when. I can't even lie. It's like they devoted to this stuff and they do a damn good job. <laughs> From the clips that I saw, he ain't look half that bad in a ring, man. He didn't. He may have a future. Listen, man, if, if we could get Zack Ryder, we could definitely get fucking Logan Paul. <laughs> 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 Having somebody up on that in that ring. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> right. Like, it, he we, really was out there doing his shit. Yeah, we've definitely had worse. Exactly. Oh man, Johnny uh, Knoxville, for example. These be facts. Yo, who was, was the one that brought that part? It was like a fucking traveling party they used to bring with them everywhere. Oh shit, I forgot what his name was, but he buff as hell now. He's not even skinny no more. Damn, for real. Let me see if I can find him. Crazy. What happened to that boy Ryback, man? He came in as like some dude from Texas, then he came back some crazy ass strong boy. <laughs> oh man, y'all missed that, that shit, man. Yeah, I was watching a video of fucking of Jeff Hardy, and it was just like all his craziest moments. Now YouTube is doing nothing but like suggest videos to me from like wrestling, like the, the hundred greatest OMG moments from WWE. And I'm like, yo, half the stuff that they're showing are all from, like, ECW and WWF. I'm like, this is not right. even WWE stuff. Oh, man. Oh, here's the bull. Uh, Adam Rose, the one that came with the party stuff. Oh, Adam Rose. Okay, okay. Oh, I ain't going to say nothing. All I'm saying is some report came out about Becky Lynch and about, like, her past and stuff. Apparently, there's some videos out there about some stuff. That's all I'm gonna say. I ain't, oh, ain't gonna get too deep in it. But, hold on. uh, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> is this a. What kind of past is we talking about? From what the Instagram post said, um, maybe some kind of like backstage stuff that maybe Paige was involved in. Something similar to that. Oh. Yeah, I know. Oh. Yeah. Uh huh. I was surprised. I said, what? Not Becky Lynch, not her. I was like, Jesus. Oh, you remember that um, when y'all was watching? I promise you we're going to get to the podcast and everything. But you remember when we were watching that music video here at my house? And um, Isis was like, yo, that looked like the wrestler and everything. The bull from the band. Oh, Motion yeah. Uh, uh, Rhea Ripley. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> I went on her Twitter. <laughs> Apparently, Motionless and White and the lead vocalist follow her on Twitter. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I started dying. I said, yo, y'all gotta <laughs> stop, man. But yeah, nah, that, that was definitely crazy. Um, Apparently, Cody Rose came back to their day too. Yo, you saw that? Twitter was blowing up and everything. Like, yo, like, <laughs> Twitter was having a blast. And it's funny because you and I were just talking about how he just, like, um left um, AEW. Yeah. And I was like, bruh, the fact that he left AEW and now he's showing up on WWE, like, literally right after that. Uh, I'm praying that, you know, maybe WWE, like, they handed him a good contract, a decent storyline, oh, yeah. because they're, they, 
they, they need him back, man. We need a wrestler like him. You know, something that's gonna bring you know excitement back to it. But apparently, yeah, that's what they're gonna do. I think he said in an interview, like after the whole WrestleMania thing, is that he had that meeting with Vince and was like, "I got a nine-month-year-old and a wife. I need a tour bus." Uh, what else he said? He said something about, um, "I want to use the same song Kingdom that I used in New Japan and AEW." I, I don't want to go back to that Stardust stuff. This oh, was cool. like, all right, all right, it's all yours. <laughs> yeah, listen, man, I think it's time that uh, when Ted DiBiase and Cody Rose both split, like uh, Cody Rose really looked like he was on his way to kind of pull like what Dolph Ziggler and what The Miz did, how they were kind of those funny characters and everything, the dorky people, but they worked their way up to actually be like someone like actually known. Like, I feel like Jack Swagger was another one that was like that. How I was like, nobody really took him seriously until he actually started putting in work. And then, you know, people started rocking with him. And I feel like a Cody Rhodes could be someone that's more along the lines of, like, a Randy Orton. Like, you know, something right. similar like to those lines. Um, but, I don't know, man. It's I, I, I really hope and everything that, you know, that they continue showing him some love. Because it, it'd be cool. Now, all we need is Ted DiBiase to come back. I need that tag yeah. team coming back now, bro. <laughs> um, but saying that, welcome back to the noise and everything. This is episode 17, I believe it is. That is your introduction. Yes, I hit the record about nobody knowing. Oh, uh, <laughs> how the hell are we doing? I'm joined today with Sir Frenchie. Frenchie is the sir. There we go. I still need that soundboard. I'm gonna get to that, man. I gotta find somebody that can actually, like, you know, like, add to, like, the horns in the background and shit. That'd be cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is episode 17, and it's been now, I believe, a week on the spot, I believe, that we've um, now yeah. been back. So, yeah, I'm trying to keep it as consistent as possible. But, you know, we are kind of on our own solo dolo missions at home. Uh, we cannot meet up today, but it is what it is. That ain't gonna stop us from recording, is it? No surgery. Nope. Nah, nope. not today. But we do have some topics, you know, that we do want to run by y'all today. Uh, hopefully y'all stick with us to the end. If not, that's cool. But today on the um docket, we have E3 officially being canceled. Um, wait, wait, wait. Uh oh. Oh. It is not cool. They better stick with us to the end. It is not cool. Goddamn. See, look, look, look. You getting him mad now? Get him at. <laughs> but on the docket today, we have E3 officially being canceled, Xbox Game Pass possibly receiving a family plan, and also how would this be competitive with other streaming services, and branding and promotion, promotional rights within gaming. Um, like it just yeah, that's going to be one to definitely talk about because it's going to be interesting how that goes. Uh, but before we get into our topics, we do not have any listener questions today, so. We're just going to kind of wing it towards the end of it. But before we jump to that, Frenchie, how the flock have you been? Or what is it you say? How the dolphin have you been? <laughs> how have Only you been, I brother? <laughs> Only if I could have a dolphin sale. I've been good, good sir. Working. Uh, Still getting ready for the wedding. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. One more month. One more month. Damn, man. Uh, just to think that it was Holly earlier. She was like, she was like, damn. She was like, what was I doing and everything like ten years ago? And she was like, oh shit, we were in high school. And I'm like, yeah, bro. <laughs> like, like high school seems so far away yet so close. Like, 
Hey, now it's all different, Jeez. man. You getting married? Chris married? I got freaking three kids. <laughs> Ten years ago, we were seniors in yes, high sir. school. Yep. God dang, like time really just flew. Still hard to believe, though. Like dang, ten years ago. Yeah, we some were seniors, time, bro. Like, dang, we we technically we officially old heads. Like we don't look at ourselves as old heads, but we we technically old heads. Uh, excuse me, sir. Speak for yourself. I am not old. I may feel <laughs> old when I wake up in the morning, <laughs> but I'm not old. Oh man, so. Aside from the continuous planning and everything, what else you been doing? Uh, besides the planning, have you been taking some uh, personal time to just you know breathe, relax, wusa, you know, like just have some time to yourself, clear your thoughts? You know what? I haven't really done that much, but I definitely need to. I I would definitely say I need to, cause life could be stressful, and everybody needs to just have that moment to themselves. Even if they uh in a room by themselves, it's just relax to breathe. Like you said, Wusa, take yeah. that time. It's needed, man. It is needed. I definitely will get to that. I definitely gonna start doing that. Yeah, I man, have, please uh, do. I've gotten back to uh playing uh old games though. That I would say. Uh I uh started playing red dead all over again <laughs> that's good that's actually really good i i love that game i love that freaking game yeah no, that, i need that's a actually really good man. i need i need a first of all i need a red dead 2 for the ps5 i mean if y'all could bring gta 5 from a playstation 3 to playstation 4 now ps5 Bring Red Dead 2 over the PS5. That's what I need. That would be love. I ain't gonna hold you. Uh, not, they, they, don't, they don't have an upgraded PS5 version, do they? It's just only... No, they don't. You can only swing the PS4 version over, right? Yep. Yeah, see, they're gonna have to do that. Because I guess that kind of just falls in line to what's been up with me. You know, wifey looked out. She scooped me a PS5. So, you know, your boy was, like, really surprised and happy when... You know, she hits me up. Hey, babe, I'm coming home right now. I got your PS5. I said, bullshit. No, no, no. She wasn't <laughs> lying, man. She was not lying. Uh, she scooped me Horizon Forbidden West with it and Miles Morales to fucking uh, Ultimate Edition of it. So I'm happy for that. But one thing uh, I, I got to find out, um, I, I think in order to bring your save data over from the PS4 Spider-Man, is it the PS4 Spider-Man? Uh, yeah, the PS4 Spider-Man, the 2018 one, if you want to bring your save data over from that, I believe you actually have to be on your PS4, upload your shit, and then re-download it on your PS5, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, word. I did not know that, because there's a lot of uh, old data, you know, that I could definitely upload <laughs> onto the PS5. I was wondering, I'm like, why am I starting over, all over yeah, again? Like, like, why? I, I think the Avengers game is the same way, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, mm -hmm. What else? I want to say uh, maybe like, like I'm assuming like Guardians, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is the same way I think too yeah dang I did not know that now I know yeah th th I think that's kind of what pisses me off though 
Now, I understand maybe it's because, like, y'all was built on two different, you know, like, maybe architectures or whatever. But it even shouldn't even matter what you built on. My thing is, where exactly is your shit stored at? So, if you're telling me I got to pay for PlayStation Plus for cloud storage, but then I get a PS5, and that cloud storage don't mean shit because I still have to re-upload it and then download it. I'm getting guessing off of a different cloud storage system or something that they have i have no fucking clue all bro all i know is that when i bought my series x i turned that shit on logged on and all my shit was there that's all i know like right. <laughs> it's extremely simple just log on and everything's fucking there bro i've logged on to my dad's system and all my shit's still there all my shit from warzone and everything i log on my ps5 and everything and shit and like my shit like my trophies and everything from the f- fucking few trophies that i have um that shit's on there and stuff like that but everything else is like my save data ain't nothing to be seen man so i'm hoping maybe ps5 uh, or sony they, they work on that shit man because it's cool um also miles morales fucking gorgeous the game is beautiful now me personally i'm playing oh, yeah. on performance mode i'm not playing on uh the fucking other bullshit and everything i, I don't really give two shits about resolution on that i care about performance so i am playing on performance mode and it is fucking buttery smooth shout out to insomniac I love you guys when you made Sunset <laughs> Overdrive. I loved y'all when y'all made Spider-Man. And the Miles Morales game is no fucking different. Y'all have hit it out the park once again. Y'all, y'all are fucking perfect in every fucking way. That's, to me, that's my favorite acquisition Sony fucking made. Like, Insomniac <laughs> is going to do so well for Sony in the years to come. Um, Saying that, uh, your boy's back on fucking Rogue Company again. I can't stop playing Rogue Company, man. I love that game so much. Uh, Other than that, they, oh, man. I got that thing downloaded. I just still gotta get to it. When we we gotta boot it up. Let me know after record. I'm hopping on the game anyway. Uh, so you All let right. me know. I'll, I'll see you there then. Yes, sir. Uh, but yeah, no. Other than that, I don't think I've been playing anything really. Other than that, the Road Company, Miles. But then again, the wife got me the PS5 like Saturday afternoon, and I work overnights on the weekend, so I don't really have much time to play regardless um so uh now that i'm off yeah I, I got some time so i'll probably be on that shit later on um but i'm definitely Man, hopping on the xbox yes you, you got the ps5 and the xbox series x look at that yes sir man i would love to have a wife that would just get i come home and it's just an xbox series x there just waiting for me hey, tell, t- tell the wife that's what you want as your wedding like, gift man Tell her that. I'm just, I'm just saying. I come home from a long day of work, and it's just the Xbox Series X just sitting right there. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Look, like I said, man. T- tell the wife that's what you want as your wedding gift. And if, if that, that don't, that don't come up, then you know what? I don't know if the wedding's happening. <laughs> but, I like it how she's right here beside me, and she's just not paying me no mind. You see? Just tell her, man. Look, the wedding not happening. Everyone should be getting a wedding <laughs> gift. You paid for the ring, so guess what? Now she can pay for the PS5. <laughs> oh, man. Equality, man. I'll tell you, equality don't sound so great when it's for us. I'll tell you. Uh, but anyway, uh, say that. Uh, we've talked about what the hell I've been up to, what you've been up to. I guess let's just jump into the gaming uh, fucking questions. And oh, please open. There we go. Uh, oh, yeah. Before we jump into the gaming questions, shout out to, no, not, L- yeah, LA, uh, Los Angeles Gorillas. 
the LA Gorillas is a Call of Duty. They are a Call of Duty Pro League team, and they won the Major Two tournament. So you now have your Major One winners, which is my team, Optic Texas, and your Major Two um, winners, which are now LA Gorillas. I don't know what's going on with Atlanta Phase, but they are literally making it to the end or scratching their way to the end and still getting their ass beat. They literally got reverse sweeped by Optic, sent to the fucking loser's bracket, had to fight their whole way just to get to grand finals, then got destroyed by Optic. This time around, they didn't go to the loser's bracket. LA Gorillas got sent to the loser's bracket. They fought their whole way through, got to the grand finals, and embarrassed. I I'm going to say they embarrassed fucking Atlanta face. So maybe Atlanta phase, they need to um, kind of get off their high horse a little. Not saying that they're a bad team. They are a fucking miraculous team. They are great and everything. They, they always do their stuff. They always pull through. But pulling through just isn't enough anymore. They need to be on top of their shit. So they have all the skill there literally to continuously be the number one team uncontested. But it's just not working out in their favor anymore. And that goes to everyone even saying at the beginning of this um league season that all the teams you know is kind of anybody's game now uh, we saw boston breach they made it to the fucking um to the top it yeah, was it top four teams i want to say top four teams i mean bullshit that. yeah i think top four teams and everything now i think they lost to either phase i think or seattle i think they lost to phase regardless Boston Breach, a new fucking team. This is their first season ever being a team. And they have two vets, two rookies. Capsule still doing amazing as a rookie. You know, they're doing great. So, once again, shout out to LA Gorillas. You guys have done phenomenal. You guys are doing great. Um, Hook, like, you just continuously to just amaze me. And also, the kid that they had that was fucking, I don't know if he was substituting in for them or whatever. He's not even in the pro league. He doesn't even have a fucking contract with them. He's in the challengers league. Call him up. Somebody needs to call him up to bring him up to the pro league now. He has, <laughs> not only did he perform throughout this whole fucking um, bracket, but he performed against the top best teams, including Atlanta Faze. So yeah, get that man a job. So congratulations to LA Gorillas on your win. You guys did phenomenal. Much love to y'all. Much love to the CDL. And also, I feel bad for the guy that I did say that he's not in the league. He's in the challengers because he's going to be getting fined out the ass by the CDL because he kept cursing in the interview that they gave after. And the CDL doesn't allow any cursing in the interviews, <laughs> but he did not care whatsoever. Uh, so, but shout out to him. And I know he's a crazy happy. Um, yeah, saying that, I guess we'll jump into our topics. First one beginning with E3. E3 is officially ca um, canceled for 2020. They said that it will resume in a bigger fashion, better than ever, within 2023. But I wasn't under the impression it was happening this year. Uh, how do you feel about this, Frenchie? Like, how do you feel about E3 being canceled? What do? You, why do you think it was canceled? And do you even think it's going to come back next year, even though they are saying it's coming back? Uh, you know what? I think COVID plays a big part in it being canceled, to be honest. Because, I mean, it's like, if we think about it, E3 was canceled in 2020 because COVID. That's when COVID first started. It was at its, you know, the, the highest point, you know, earlier in that year. 
they wanted to come back well they was hopeful to come back in full form in 2021 last year but it wasn't in full form so they had to do it virtually and so i think that they was kind of expecting the same thing like okay 2022 we gonna plan it we gonna have the convention yada yada all that be back in full form and still you know COVID is still a concern and so they weren't really ready like they were ready but they weren't ready for COVID if that makes sense like they thought that COVID would be on its way out the door and really it's still it's not it's still here so it kind of put a stop in their plans and now they like all right let's let's start it over let's uh cancel this and let's plan it big for next year hopefully you know it, it will be out of this covid thing so i honestly believe that covid played a big part okay no doubt yeah because i uh, my i feel like covid did i feel like covid played a part in the beginning of planning for it but right. I think the cancellation led up to the point that I think they just spent too long planning for it because it's right. not like E3 is like set up and everybody just comes that day and they figure that shit out like a couple weeks before the event. No, no, no. This shit is months planned ahead, like months. And I feel like they were like, yo, let's kind of just like relax and play it by ear. And then I think it kind of teetered that line of like, um, being cautious and risking the event just not happening and i think eventually it just kind of hit the mark where it's like yeah listen it's too late to even do this and also maybe companies just didn't have anything to show you can't put uh, you know what with no i was kind of thinking that too to be honest i was yeah. thinking that cause i'm like with everything that's going on i mean uh microsoft taking activision and you know, it's just a whole bunch of stuff going on. All these acquisitions and stuff. It's like not these companies, not much have been put out, you know. And to be honest, PlayStation already put out a lot with their little uh, PlayStation showcases on YouTube. So it's like, what else would they be able to offer at E3? No, no, that, that's true right there. I, and on top of that, I think also, like, Nintendo pulled out of E3, like, back when God created the heavens and earth. Like, they pulled out. They have their little Nintendo Treehouse event thing, normally during the same time E3 is going on. PlayStation pulled out. And what what, what, what do they call this now? The PlayStation? Uh, is it just, like, a PlayStation, PlayStation Play, or is it... Uh, yeah the state of play something like that there we go but, yeah yeah, yeah and they play. do theirs but theirs is a, a mini one they basically say we're not going to show all the games we're only going to show like three games and then we're going to show you um conversations like interviews with the developers i'm perfectly fine with that if you actually have something worth of showing now the issue is is that you have big game companies like rockstar that just don't go to e3 they're, they're big enough to just never need to go to E3. But then you have EA and Ubisoft, and it's like, if they don't show up or they don't have anything to show, what's the point of going to E3? You then have your um your Activisions, you have your 
uh, remedies and you have your freaking uh i don't fucking know any other fucking third party studio all these other studios that they normally link up with uh microsoft or sony or someone to actually show their stuff but sony's no longer there so that knocks someone out of it so now these companies need to go to one of these publishers to pretty much promote their stuff on that stage and right. i don't think that there's gonna there's enough people who actually want to show something also like if let's talk about next year what big games are coming out next year that's on everyone's calendar really nothing so what exactly is there really to show like okay maybe we might get an assassin's creed next year if call of duty doesn't take us break we'll get another call of duty other than that there's already rumors of freaking ea working on the next battlefield so pretty much you're leaving battlefield 2042 to die like like it, literally everything else now is just live service games what are you going to show the next update to PUBG? the next update to fortnite like who cares like we can get that any other like random weekend during the week like it doesn't matter or during the year my bad oh so i think covid played a huge part in the um, initial like hesitation of even having an e3 this year but i think eventually it just came down to ea ubisoft and microsoft just literally not having anything that they want to show aside from microsoft microsoft has shit they have like what like 20 something studios if they don't have nothing to show there's an issue there um, but uh, other than that what other companies do you have bethesda's under microsoft now Bethesda normally had their own spot at E3. So now that probably Microsoft's probably going to take up one full day of E3 uh, between Bethesda, um, their first other first party studios, and then now having Activision and Blizzard. So what exactly do you get? So I think honestly, cancel it now because whatever they're going to show this year is probably either coming out at the end of this year or next year. So cancel all that shit, hold E3 next year in June or whatever, and then every game that's going to be shown at next year's E3 is going to release at the end of 2023 or 2024, which is a roughly around the time, funny enough, when the when they said the closing dates to Blizzard and Activision thing is supposed to end. So that might work out in a Microsoft's favor if it does go through. But at the same time, what other games do we have from Sony that's releasing next year? I don't see any. So whether Sony decides to come to E3 or not, uh, I, that I personally, I don't even think it even matters because Sony's always just going to do them. They can hold yeah, like three state of plays a year and still be fine. Right. Like, I think the biggest thing that they could probably show at E3 is Spider-Man. That's if that game don't get pushed back. Yeah. And even at that, like, we know Spider-Man is not coming out this year. Um, so if it's coming out next year, I mean, maybe. But, bro, I'll be honest. This is the reason why I said that I think God of War should not be released this year. I was just, So I was talking to one of my one of my friends, Yami. Uh, me and him play, used to play Ghost Recon together. I was talking to him, like, uh, what, maybe, like, 3 o'clock this morning or some shit. We were on the phone for like an hour and we we're talking about all the games that were releasing and all the schedule stuff and the end of this year is so jam-packed with either new games like new ips or games that people are waiting for or possible updates to games it's a little bit too big 
of or there's too much out there that i don't think it's smart to release god of war at the end of this year at least financially oh nah. um, as i started thinking about it i said yo remember when pokemon go dropped literally the whole world stopped for at least like two weeks like yeah. motherfuckers would get into car accidents and everything bike accidents skateboard accidents like people were jaywalking and stuff like that people are walking into fucking cars <laughs> like how are you walking into a parked car but like everybody stopped i feel like the hogwarts game is going to have a similar effect except for it's going to be people are like yo people are getting fired because they're just home playing hogwarts legacy like that harry potter game is going to have such a huge fan base now granted it's not as big as pokemon so it's not going to be to the same effect but i think that it's going to walk that same line i think it's going to be to the point that literally all the big fans the world's just going to stop for them and that's going to be the only game that people are going to care about for at least three months like that i don't think it's going to be a three-month game but i think that nothing's going to matter for three months because that fandom is huge aside from that we have gotham knights that fandom is yeah. huge too those two games alone are fandoms that are going to take away from the audience that might be interested in god of war on top of that you have your casual um player base which the next call of duty is coming out which is rumored to be the re remake of modern warfare 2 guess what there's your casual um audience base so all you're really left with are the hardcore god of war fans and the hardcore playstation fans who are always going to play the sony exclusives that is not enough financially to hold that game over so my suggestion was push it to the first quarter of next year i say call it maybe the second week of february and drop the game drop the game second week of february so that gives you all holiday season for everybody to burn out play all those games and then by the time you hit january everyone who's playing hogwarts legacy um that are playing call of duty that are playing whatever the next assassin's creed game is um people that are playing gotham knights people are, who are playing uh even forespoken i think that game's gonna do bad in sales but um, or at least it's gonna do bad in coverage because there's just too much coming out like and then you also have the freaking was it the skyrim and space games um starfield or whatever the one by bethesda i keep seeing pictures that come out and they looks great like there's too much shit coming out right now to actually just decide hey i'm just gonna release a game here regardless of how big god of war is i don't think it's smart no so, with that how do you even have an e3 for this year when we kind of already know the games that are coming out and the games that are coming out for the most part are exclusives to either platforms or they're exclusive to consoles or whatever so like you know it'll either be a playstation pc game like forespoken or it'll just be or a xbox and pc game like starfield or maybe just a straight up playstation exclusive like god of war like these games you don't need an e3 to announce this stuff and i'm starting I'm, I'm thinking that uh the business wise people are starting to see e3 is not necessary anymore it's just the branding with the name helps them out so much because it's kind of like you know it's an annual event but that's also why we got the video game awards we get the same shit there so i don't know man uh, so you think e3 could possibly come to an end like for good soon yes and i think the main reason is because we also have gamescom so if gamescom actually if e3 goes out 
and uh ubisoft and ea and xbox are like hey listen we're just gonna show all our shit off at gamescom like they could just do that because e3 was supposed to be an expo for investors and other companies it then it then turned into literally hey uh, oh, or it slowly turned into okay now we get to watch e3 on x play then they started showing e3 you could live stream it on twitch and everything and watch it there or on youtube and stuff like that and then they started inviting fans to come to e3 that was a huge downfall right there like yo like you're just inviting fans now when it's supposed to be for press so if you're gonna do that then send it to fucking gamescom like it's a whole convention for video games have your shit there show it there and what else whatever else you don't or whatever whatever else you want to show then just fucking uh show it at the video game awards so you have something at the end of the year and something in the middle of the year or beginning of the year whatever whatever this shit happens and everything like you have um events to show it at or you could just do like what nintendo's doing every freaking three months hey here's some indie games that are coming out and they'll hold a little mini event for like two hours or something you could do that uh but you know i understand e3 is a staple but it, it it's not going to be needed the more these companies realize they actually don't need it um and i think <laughs> that's that's the reason why uh the video game awards is doing so well people are literally now watching the video game awards just so they can see all the new game announcements or releases like it's the same effect that e3 has it's just less mm-hmm. of a grandioso like um like uh experience because e3 you know they want to have all the crazy lights all of this all of that and video game awards is like hey we're gonna have a band that nobody really knows play uh we might have a couple people over here and stuff like that but it's about the award show so you know you get to see the awards but also get to see new games so who knows maybe the future of e3 is no e3 (laughs) (laughs) oh but now that long-winded ass fucking conversation uh, let's jump into uh, what you call it, game services. So we last week we talked about um, PlayStation Plus getting its revamp, and um, oh my God, what were the prices for it? It was ten dollars for its essential, uh, fifteen for like the w- tier above that, and then for the premium tier, which is like eighteen dollars or something like that. And there was no family plan announced. It's just going to be single individual of subscriptions. And the more and more I started watching it and more and more people are actually talking about it and everything. It's, I don't know if it's going to be, uh, you can, it feels like Sony half-assed it, but for a purpose. Uh, the Jim Ryan, the dude who's running the show over at a PlayStation, he basically said the future is not subscription service. The future is live services. Which I I understand his his thinking on that, like uh, he believes that something like the Xbox Game Pass, or what's it, the Uplay, the Ubisoft one, or EA Access and everything, or PlayStation Plus, like he's saying, like this stuff is not the future of gaming. The future of gaming are live services such as a PUBG, a Fortnite, a Destiny, like games like that, um, Warframe, and stuff. These are live service games. And I think that he can actually be onto something, but also he may all possibly be looking at things the wrong way. Um, I, I feel as though 
I think Xbox is kind of going the way that I think about it. Um, so you remember I told you about the game uh, World War Z, right? In World War Z, there's uh, there were a couple DLCs. You may have some weapon packs for cool skins or stuff like that. But you know, also in Fortnite, in Fortnite you might get a, a skin pack that's twenty dollars. In this twenty dollars, you'll get the Xenomorph, um, the alien thing from the movie Alien. You'll get that. You'll get the tail. You'll probably get I don't know like a spray paint or some shit like that or whatever a sticker or some shit. Like you'll get some stuff like that. Uh, then they had the the Marvel characters. Then they had uh, what else the hell did they have? They had Kratos. They had, uh, they had Kratos. They had Master Chief from Halo. Like, yeah, they they had all these John people. Wick. Yeah, they had John Wick. Like they had all this cool shit and stuff. So you have all those things, but those skin packs are probably what like twenty dollars a piece. Yeah, so, something around 20 25 some crap like that okay well guess what let's say uh like destiny destiny expansion might be 40 dollars or 50 dollars or whatever the case may be but then there's still cosmetics those cosmetics cost money so if you tie your video game into your subscription service and that game is a live service game guess what you now get to kind of make money on both ends so um like that's why i bring world war z into it world war z the game is uh was it's on game pass it's not free but it is on game pass um like the where if the game outside of the subscription service it's not free you do have to buy the game it's a full-on game but if you have a subscription service it's free on there guess what there's still dlc there's dlc characters there's dlc weapons and stuff like that so what is said is that when xbox approaches these companies they're saying hey we're going to give you a lump sum of cash for you to bring your game to our service they agree cool the game comes onto the service but guess what all those purchases that i've made on world war z that still goes to the developer obviously microsoft might get their cut same as everybody else does but that game goes to the developers so i think maybe that's kind of the fine line between the two. You can still have a subscription service and still be able to get um, your live service game kind of just going through. Uh, but right. again, that's only if your game is built for that type of shit. So now we have a family plan being talked about for Xbox Game Pass. Game Pass, I believe, is $10 a month. Game Pass Ultimate is $15 a month. I personally pay for Ultimate. Um, but what does a family plan look like when you're talking about that like what would be a comfortable price for you for a family plan and how many members within the family plan do you think is reasonable a good four i mean yeah four members that's 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 an a reason that's a reasonable amount of people um as far as, far as price Gosh. Honestly, I'm not even sure about the price. That's for a family plan. It all depends. Well, it all depends on the length, I guess you can say. What you mean? I don't know, man. Are you talking about like if you have to pay for it monthly? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Quarterly or annually? Yeah. Okay, so let's. 
the, the way I see it is that Xbox Game Pass, and we're just going to talk about it because this is, they're talking about a family plan on Game Pass. So this is why we're talking about Game Pass. Game Pass itself is $10 a month. Game Pass Ultimate is 15 So let's take the $15 out of it. Let's just talk about the $10. For four people, that's $40 a month that you have to pay with like without a family plan. So if it's a family plan, it therefore has to be cheaper. Yeah, not too cheap though. I yeah, mean, exactly. I see it'd be like maybe what, like a twenty nine ninety nine type thing. Yeah, so pretty much you'll be paying for three members, but getting four members. Yeah. My thing is, is Xbox willing to like foot that bill? That's my only thing because the other thing that I was thinking about was fucking uh, Amazon. If you have Amazon Prime, you get so many things for free that your Prime subscription honestly just doesn't even let you know. So I have Amazon Prime. I also get Prime videos. Um, so you get your two day, sometimes one day or even same day shipping. If you have Amazon Prime, you get your Amazon videos, you get your Amazon music player, you get um, access to Amazon Fresh. Uh, there's an Amazon Auto Parts thing as well. For those of you who don't know, you can register your thing with Amazon. You can even get um, parts for your car. Uh, you have Twitch Prime because Amazon owns Twitch. So you also get Twitch Prime, which is another $10 in and of itself. Uh, you get Amazon Gallery, so you can actually store all your photos onto their stuff. Like You get a lot of stuff with Amazon. So like it, it's extremely fucking helpful. But you're only paying the 10 or what i think it's 15 dollars a month now but you're only paying for one service yet you're getting all these multiple services baked into one price so would xbox be willing to do the same are they willing to just say hey listen we understand we have game pass and game pass ultimate but um if you get let's say game pass again is fucking ten dollars a month Let's say instead of paying $40 for four people, you pay $30 for four people. Are they willing to give you some extra shit to really want you to get that family plan? Because Game Pass, the $10 a month version, doesn't give you Xbox Live Gold. So are they willing to say, instead of paying $40 for four people, pay $30, get Game Pass, and get Xbox Live Gold? Are they willing to bake that into it as well? Because then to me, that's kind of a steal. I get Game Pass and I get Xbox Live Gold. I don't have to pay for a separate. Because the only other way you could get Game Pass and Gold together is if you pay 15 a month instead of 10. But now you're losing out on that. Instead of if you're paying 30 for four people, you're losing out on that fourth person's $10 a month. And you're also losing out on the payment for the person's Xbox Live Gold. So you're kind of missing out on $20 right there. For a $30 subscription. So I don't know if it's worth it. Are they willing to sacrifice that money for it? Or whatnot? I, I have no clue. Um, when do you think the price hike is going to start though? Because I do believe that these services are going to get more expensive for Xbox. Um, do, do you think that's going to start when they make the family plan? Or do you think it's going to start after they buy Activision Blizzard? Like when do you think that's going to happen? Now that you're talking about buying Activision Blizzard, that makes more sense of when the heist's gonna start. Like, 
that that makes perfect sense <laughs> yeah you can't keep it at ten dollars a month and get the whole catalog of activision blues i mean technically you could do whatever the hell you want to by but financially it doesn't make sense to have all xbox games of um, all bethesda games and all activision and blizzard games in one service only paying ten dollars a month that's insane that is a huge library of games for only ten dollars a month and on top of that when these games come out they're going to be day one on your live service that's a lot of fucking content and not a lot of money that you're seeing come back to you like they're probably eventually going to say instead of having a ten dollar and fifteen dollar version they're going to knock the ten dollar one and say we only have a fifteen dollar version and a family plan which i'm sure some people may not be happy with it but if you're going to do that you're going to have to say you don't have to pay for it monthly you could pay for it every six months or even annually they're going to have to make a six month and annual version of it because there's no way someone's just going to keep dishing out 15 dollars a month for that service the only other thing that makes sense is that if they're trying to push people to buy a family plan then they'll go ahead and have only the 15 that you have to pay a month no six month or annual price but 15 dollars you have to pay monthly and then a family plan on top of that because then that's going to literally just push everybody to the family plan because I'll just be like, hey, yo, listen, if I'm paying 30 a month for four people, then guess what? You send me some, you send me some, and you send me some. And then, boom, all of us are pretty much paying our own thing. Mm, we all set. Exactly. Um, so, I don't know, but do you think there's a price hike? I know there has to be a price hike, man. Like if And if there's no price hike, they're completely getting rid of Xbox Live Gold. I'm not saying you don't need gold to get online. I'm saying... They're going to get rid of the payment and they're going to force you to buy Game Pass. Because, I mean, if no one's going to use Game Pass. So let's, let's say I'm paying $10 a month for Xbox Live. And I, I could get Game Pass, but I don't give a shit. I don't really care for it. I don't want it. Well, guess what? I feel like the same thing as the Amazon shit. I'm paying, what, like $15 a month or whatever or $13 a month for Amazon Prime. But I don't use the Amazon gallery to store my photos. Like, I, I don't fucking use the Amazon music. But I do use Amazon Prime for like the two days, same day, or one day shipping. I do use Amazon for fucking the Twitch Prime. But I don't use it for like the five other shit that it gives you. So, I don't know. Maybe Microsoft might look at it in that aspect and be like, hey, listen, if they ain't buy it yet, they don't really want it. But if they do decide to get it, and then they play a game that's aren't there and they like it then you know then that's more player base for us but if the price hike does happen around what price you think they're about to set that shit at because i think they are getting rid of the ten dollar and the lowest price is going to be 15. you think the lowest is going to be 15. yes i think the lowest is going to be 15 and the only way that you're going to be able to pay under it is if they have a instead of paying for it monthly you could pay it for every six months or every of every year so annually or six months i think that's the only way you're going to get underpaying because they'll probably be like i don't know for six months it'll be two four six says three 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 that's ninety dollars for six months right there they'll probably be like hey instead of paying ninety dollars for six months you'll pay like 50 or some shit like that i don't fucking know whatever they, they, you probably pay 50 or 60 
for six months. Let's say sixty, just to you know be a little bit more reasonable. Instead of yeah, six, probably sixty-six months, and then the annually, the yearly is probably be one twenty. Just a solid. No, I don't even see it one twenty. I see a solid one hundred. Really? That'll be yeah. interesting. If they can do a solid one hundred. My only thing is, to me, a solid one hundred would make sense if they weren't getting Activision and Blizzard. Because every year a new Call of Duty comes out, that game's going to be free on a subscription service. I don't know if that makes financial sense. I think they might have to just do 120 for it. Because then 120, if if games are still set at $60 for a game, which now they're 70 for, for the most part, but let's say games are set at $60. That's pretty much you buying two games a year. So that's Call of Duty and whatever other fucking game that's from Game Pass. If you play more than two games a year, you pretty much already made your money back. But if you only play Call of Duty all year round, well, guess what? They just got you for your $120 a year just so you can play one game a year. On top of that, you're probably going to spend $10 or $15 or even $20 for skin packs on the Call of Duty fucking store. So guess what? They just got more money out of you there. So like again, eventually it all pays for itself. You don't realize that you're actually paying 10 times as much money for what you're getting, but you do eventually just hand them your fucking check. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know though, man. It's, I, I feel like $100 a year would be um, justified if they weren't getting Activision and Blizzard. But I don't know, man. Yeah, like you said, cause like you said, the catalog to Activision, Call of Duty alone, like that's just, yes, that's, that's that's a game that people anticipate every year. That's that's a big seller. And on top of that, they're also getting Crash Bandicoot and um Spyro. Yeah, like, yeah, bro, that that's gonna be huge. And freaking I mean, PlayStation exclusives. <laughs> yeah, and on top of that when you think about it too is like they have rare studios and rare likes making games like that like they like making the fun rated e for everybody type shit or just the fun you know like quirky cartoony games they like that stuff so you have a studio that is already willing to fucking make it um but i don't know we'll see we'll see and everything i, I definitely do think that a price hike is coming uh, i don't know when but if i had to give a guess it's gonna be like right before or right after the activision blizzard buyout happens um that, that, that makes more sense of when it will happen yeah i just oh it's i just want to imagine the if it was the spike the price before that yeah then they acquire activision you know they're gonna spike it again <laughs> uh-huh all right so saying i just i just honestly just don't know um but i guess what they're really thinking too is that the more and more as these Xbox first party studios games start to roll out, the more and more Game Pass is going to be, um, you know, more sought after. So, right. I guess the way that they see it is that uh, they're not really too worried about it right now. Uh, but when they start releasing games that start getting people's eyes, if they don't start seeing that those subscription service numbers going up, then that's when you start hitting the panic button. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, saying that, I'll go into our last topic of the day, uh, which is branding and promotional rights. 
like I said earlier, when I was talking to the homie Yami, he or you know I have recently just got PS5 thanks to the wife. Shout out to you. Well, Yami um, purchased a PS5 as well, and he said, "Yo, like my PS5 is literally collecting dust." He's like, "I only bought it so I could play Hogwarts Legacy." I asked him, I said, what are you talking about? And he was like, oh, well, you know, um, that's the only way you're going to be able to play it. And I said, skirt, nope, that's not true. That game's coming out for all major next-gen consoles, including PC. He said, wait, are you serious? And I said, yes. He's like, so I didn't need a PS5 to play it. I said, no. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's cool that you got a PS5, but you didn't need it to play it. And he said, damn, man, that's crazy, because I, I really got this PS5 so I could... Um, you know like play with all my friends and stuff like that and play with uh, the squad and i had to stop him again i said what do you mean play with the squad and he said you know so we could play co-op and everything i said bro there's no co-op in the game the game's single player he said wait what he's like put in the trailer said you could play with your friends and i said nah man what they were talking about are the npc characters you meet in the game those are yeah, your friends yeah. that you can play with so yeah, i was like player face, tell you. <laughs> so i was like bro like just it's crazy because i feel like i want to just scream misinformation but at the same time it's also just this is what the average or casual player base are thinking like he went out and bought a whole ps5 because he thought this game was exclusive to playstation because playstation had the promotional rights for that video that had came out the 15 minute video or the 14 minute video and when the devs were talking and stuff like that like, so therefore that registered under his head and also a bunch of other people on twitter's head that this game is now a ps5 exclusive like do you know how powerful promotional rights are like it causes I mean, a person to go buy a ps5 just for that shit, man i mean we've seen it in the past though a lot of times how it could be a commercial on the tv of a video game perfect example um like the old wrestling video games, how they used to always, uh, the SmackDown versus Raw, they always would promote it uh, for a PlayStation. You know, at the end yeah. of a commercial, you get the PlayStation, or or even if it was an Xbox, you get the Xbox logo at the end. Yep. When, it's the, when it's actually on all platforms, and people would think that it was just for that single uh, system because that's what the commercials used to uh, promote it as yeah we've seen it in the past it, but it happens all the time and i think that's but i think also on a positive note like i think branding can really make you give a fuck about something you don't give two shits about um and the reason why i say that is because uh what you call it optic gaming went and they merged with envy gaming and what envy has been doing is for the most part they're renaming all their teams to optic so their halo team was just called envy gaming they now completely changed the name and revamped it to optic gaming and i'm like to me i'm like that's perfectly fine i don't give a shit i i wanted that but then they have a team on the game valorant and they renamed them to optic gaming now please understand i know that valorant is a huge game it has blown up and it is great aesthetically it um it kind of looks like a uh what you call it um a counter-strike clone but slapped with so like cool like overwatch vibes on top of it and everything now i know it doesn't play like that please 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 do not kill me i know it doesn't play like that but it looks like it 
and you cannot say that it doesn't it, it honestly does and stuff but that game has blown the hell up and it looks great but just understand i don't care to watch anything of the professional scene i keep up to date with the news uh because i do love just competitive things in general i maybe stop by every now and then whenever matches are going on and stuff but i honestly don't care about it. i'm not gonna sit there on youtube and watch somebody play to say that i'm not gonna sit on twitch and watch somebody play i don't care too much about it but when envy renamed their team to optic gaming for valorant or optic valorant um i went and i sat there the first time that they played as optic valorant and watched the whole stream i will be honest i was bored out my mind all my life you can ask the wife she's sitting there like she literally walked to the room was like yo you don't look like you're enjoying this at all you're just sitting there scrolling to your phone and i'm like no i'm not enjoying it at all but i support optic i support hex so therefore i'm gonna watch this shit branding is extremely important i am loyal to the brand of optic and everything branding is important and also promotional rights are important because now like i said back to the hogwarts legacy game you have someone who went and bought out a whole console because they believe that your game was exclusive or that that game was exclusive to that console because at the end of the game you got that splash that said playstation like <laughs> it's insane it happens all the time oh so you know that right there is crazy but again also branding when you brand something like um the playstation whatever like that like the gaming has no limits or whatever and shit when you do stuff like that and then you're releasing big hitter games like god of war 2018 or spider-man 2018 or the last of us 2 ghost of tsushima and stuff like when you're releasing these games or death stranding like you're releasing games like this yeah you're gonna end up actually having a whole outlook on your company of like yet yeah, these games are the pinnacle of gaming so when it comes to again the branding when you have a game come out like destruction all-stars people are seeing that oh, okay this may look fun or whatever but the game completely flops yeah then you start to see things a little differently but it doesn't really tarnish what playstation has as you know that they have no limits like you know their, their games just continuously look better they get bigger kenna is an indie game and everything but that game looked gorgeous and stuff it i believe it's from people who used to work at pixar or some shit like that they made the game kenna so it's mm -hmm. like, like shit like that bro it's insane but um how do you feel about branding and just like promotional rights because i know you said like just we we're talking about like the wwe games and everything but how do you feel about branding too because i do feel it's like there are some companies uh, whether it be within video games or just gaming in general within the esports scene that like maybe they can do better with branding uh, or especially once you get your brand tarnished like activision blizzard they are going to have a huge rebranding once they get out by um, bought out by microsoft they're going to need it you know because they're just they, they just settled their lawsuit their sexual harassment lawsuit for like 18 million dollars oh yeah i forgot about that lawsuit so they definitely gonna have to do a whole new rebrand yeah bro and 18 million yeah. ain't nothing to them 18 nah. million is nothing but a slap on the wrist of how much money they make bro they make more than what? that on warzone within a week I, I was about to say that i'm about to say <laughs> they make that 
one game alone can make them uh, more than that. Yeah, bro. Like, the, like how much money that Warzone really brings in? Literally, within probably three days, they probably make more than that, or close to it within three days. So in a week, they're making over eighteen mil. And bro, that's just how it is. And now they get a little slap on the wrist for this stuff and everything. But guess what? Now the dude who's like head of it, Bobby Kotick or whatever, Bobby Kotick, he, he's going to apparently get some crazy amount of money that he pretty much has to get bought out when he leaves the company. Like this one was about a walk. I think they said somewhere close to like 200 mil or something like that. You know what's funny? What's that? This is, uh, this is random, but EA Sports... I think they are in need of a rebranding. Why you say that? EA, EA in general, because it's it's for years it's just been the same. Not just EA Sports, but like EA in general, it's been the same for years. Uh, they haven't really improved on their brand or anything. And also, I'm a firm believer that either Microsoft or Sony, one of them is going uh, solely by EA. I believe it. Oh. Hey, so you think that EA is just going to get scooped up? I do. And I think that it, when they do, they 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 are definitely going to be in need of a rebrand. I believe okay. it. Okay. Now, who who would you think that that will scoop them up? Like cuz we do have like, you know, Microsoft and we have Sony, but we also have someone like a Tencent. A Chinese company that they would just make crazy amount of money off of games and shit. Do you think it might go to someone like that, or do you think that a Sony or a Microsoft sees a lot of potential within their games? Because you know Sony's trying to really push live service games, and EA does have that. They have Apex Legends, so maybe exactly. Sony and, might and see that shit. I, and I, tr I truly believe it is going to be Sony, just because of what we see Microsoft is doing right now. I mean, not just Activision, but everything. It's like they pretty much got a they they're they're doing their thing right now. So I think uh, Sony is looking at that as definitely a competition, kind of like all right. So how yeah. can we take back? You know, I mean, random, but you know, MLB the show was once our exclusive, <laughs> and now. Yeah, we're sharing it with Xbox, Game Pass now. you know. Sure. So, like, how can we, how can we own something again? And I believe that Sony is going to be the one to put out for EA. Hey, listen, they just very well might, and the other main reason I said is literally because of Apex Legends. It's a live service game. Sony seems like they're really, really interested in live service games right now. Oh, and I mean. I mean, you have all the EA games, like, like FIFA. EA makes FIFA. Yeah, they make FIFA. So it's like that right there again. You know, they have an issue of selling packs in that game. So I don't know. Like, it, it, it's possible. It really is. Oh, and Bobby Bobby Kotick, uh, the dude that's um head of Activision and stuff, it said that he may possibly get a payout that's upwards of four hundred million dollars. The last report I saw that it said it's somewhere around like three. But this is saying now 400, it's upwards of 400. So, yeah, that's insane. A guy that has like some nasty pads and shit like that, that he may possibly be getting a payout of fucking 400 mil. That's insane. Mm -hmm. that, that's insane, man. But, um, yeah, 
I don't know, man. This this stuff is it's crazy to think about. It's crazy to even read. But again, I guess when you go through some crazy things, uh, I guess like EA, because EA does have a bad image of like uh, they're pretty much just money hungry, and that's all they care right. about is their money. So again, it's like branding. You you have to rebrand and you gotta restructure yourself in a in a point that maybe people won't like when apex legends came out they literally said they developed that game in secret because they know ea would have supported it they then made a game and pretty much was like hey listen we have a fully functioning game and everything here's a battle pass here's this here's that it's a live service and ea said "Ooh, live service just say yeah we're gonna launch it today <laughs> they launched the game so like you know sometimes you may have to play around like the stuff like that but again branding is extremely important because and, people, and like even like say if you're not in hard times like activision being bought out and going through the whole uh sexual allegations and stuff you know still you know you don't want to stick to the same thing for years like i get it if it ain't broke don't try to fix it but yeah. still you just want to I don't know man you want to you want to attract new you know because every year there's there's always new and you want to attract what's new so rebranding to me is it's just a major important thing yeah man that's what i said like it's just certain things you got to care for if like ea has a negative connotation like just with it and everything but respawn studios the same people who made titanfall they don't they're actually looked at as you know what we love these people and stuff well respawn studio is the same people who went ahead and made that star wars jedi fallen order like oh okay that's cool and they're also the same studio who made apex legends so granted although your overlord company may be evil or stuff like that but that studio alone isn't looked at like that so maybe ea might need to take a page out of their books step back and be like you know what yo we're wrong uh we're doing some restructuring within a company that you know the same bs um press um statements that they be releasing do that but then actually work towards actually you know remixing everything within the studio <laughs> so mm-hmm. i don't know man but um, saying that uh, i don't have any listener questions as i stated at the beginning of this are there any topics you wanted to throw in here at the end or anything quick uh let's see what we got um no i don't think there is um much love to y'all and everything frenchie uh, go ahead and give or let them know where they can find you at and everything if they want to keep in contact go ahead yes you can find me on twitter at dev0722 handler name is dev.antoine uh and you can find me on instagram at dev.island.0527 and you can also find me on twitch at devindev95 that's d-e-v-o-n-d-e-v-9-5 there you go and uh as always it's your man in human line you can find me on all your various social media sites or platforms at inhuman line that's i-n-h-u-a Oh, Jesus Christ. What did I just say? <laughs> I-N-H-U-M-A-N-L-I-N-E. That's inhuman line. One word together. Inhuman line, not inhumane. 
saying that, that's going to be it for today's show. I believe that was episode 17 of the Norns. And we'll catch you guys again next week. Much love. Deuces. Peace.